Jackson and Dick Dickerson, and, and this, this is the Yachty Podcast. Before we get crack-a-lackin' on the lip-smackin' details of Atchison and Benedictine College, we both want to take the time to sincerely apologize for the long hiatus since our last podcast. Yes, unfortunately, I fell down the raven walk and broke all the bones in my body. If you hear my voice quiver a bit, it's just because my pelvic bone is sliding around. Speaking of pelvic bones, homecoming week is upon us and is full of good-hearted fun. I've got a misty taste of moonshine and a teardrop in my eye because this year's theme is Take Me Home Country Roads. Other country songs in contention were Body Like a Back Road and Take a Drunk Atchy Girl Home. The lantern lighting on Monday was a sight to see as the lantern's fire mixed with the MGP chemicals in the sky produced a display of radioactive fireworks. It was such a romantic sight to see. Many B.C. couples held hands for the first time. You know, there were probably some newly formed couples after the blind dates that happened, Dick. I was actually part of the pairing up process, Jack. The secret is matching someone with a person they probably will not like. I can just picture the tension between a denim-skirted freshman memo girl and a hulking senior football player. Dick, you dirty dog! You know me, Jack. I put the dick in Benedictine. That's for true. <laughs> well, the pep, the peppy, uh, the, <laughs> the peppy students should put their talents to good use at the ongoing open mic nights. For anyone wanting to sit and feel extremely uncomfortable, stop on by. You know, I wrote an Atchison-inspired poem, Dick. <clears throat> Ravens are red. The Sally House is bleak. Crosby mauled by Atchie Cat in the chaos of the Westerman gas leak. Joe Turco wowed the crowds with his very own original song, and fans of the podcast begged us to have him sing it. Thanks for coming, Joe. Come on in. I can't wait for my eardrums to be uh, soothed by your caramel voice. Wow, thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Thanks for coming again. I, I'm... So excited. I mean, after last time... You look great. Oh, yeah, thank you. All right. Let's hear it. You should totally make a Spotify album with pipes like that. Wow, thanks, guys. Yep, so. yep, doors that way. Oh. Ah. All right there, hot shot. Somebody got tissues? The hot air balloon took off from Haverty Lawn on Wednesday with the Shia family being the first passengers. They came back down and realized Agnes Shia was still in the balloon as it floated away. I'm surprised they noticed her absence so quickly with how many people they have in that family. You'd think they wouldn't mind losing one since there's so many of them. Her screams were a high-pitched soprano. Looks like Joe isn't the only one with singing talents in the family. Speaking of, the Sheehan's new YouTube video is coming out last late in the month. Pray a rosary, save a cowboy. With the cold weather approaching, you're going to want to go inside to escape the cold. So stop on into the Amelia Earhart Museum. 
they recently found her diaries from her time living here as a springy youngster. Ooh, any juicy grade school crushes in there, Dick? Hardly, Jack. She couldn't stop commenting on the town of Atchison. On October 11th, 1908, she writes, This town smells like farts. Old people farts. <laughs> wow. Even then, she has an adventurous little sniffer illuminating the aroma of this future town. She then pours out her poetic feelings in the next entry. Mima made broccoli today. I hate broccoli. <laughs> to, to all those listening, my mouth is hanging open. I never knew of Amelia's distaste for broccoli. Uh, well, Amelia then writes, I wish there was some way to get out of this town as quick as possible. Like a plane. Yeah, perhaps I'll give myself a plane and leave this pigsty in my dust. Strong language for an 11-year-old. The great schooling of Atchison must have educated her well. She continues with, I'd only return here if I were a bomber pilot, and my mission was to raise hellfire on this sleepy town. Then later that day writes, My favorite color isn't purple anymore. It's pink. They do say Adjison is the city always asleep, or my favorite, the city that refuses to curl over and die. Well, there you have it. Atchison is the soil that fostered the seed of the unknown and the most renowned aviator of all time, Emily Pop-Tart. The annual Monk Run is set to go off on October 24th. Father Marion will commence the run by firing a shotgun into the air. Of course, during the race, it is encouraged that we social distance, so passing your opponent is prohibited. Instead, the overall finishing sequence will be predetermined. You'll be lined up at the beginning race from healthiest to unhealthiest in appearance. Well, Dick, I know you won't be finishing in first. Jack, you have more fat rolls than the Blossers have children. Ah, oh, nice singer, Dickerson. Your heart sucks and your pacemaker beeps more than my phone from your wife's text. Uh, okay. Moving on, the proceeds go to the monastery's new pizza oven. It seems that COVID-19 regulations are slowly being loosened, but it took a lot of negotiations between President Menace and the county. We want to bring you the truest recollection of the meeting between Big Papa Min Min and the county. So, so now it's time, time for speculation, speculation and conspiracy. conspiracy. The city council made up of three councilmen, a talking cow and a sack of beans with a face drawn on it, gave the school a daring ultimatum this past week. I believe it was more than a week ago, but here's what they threatened. They threatened the school to enforce a quarantine or face the local militia. That is, a townie named Gus, who was a maniac on his driving lawnmower. President Ministon backed down and agreed to face a council person in a duel. If he won, Benedictine could remain open. It's speculated that the two met in the Walmart parking lot, both men armed and determined. President Menace donning a tartan poncho. Three, two, one, fire. The councilman shot first, and P. Minnie caught the bullet in his teeth and swallowed it with a cheeky award winning smile. He then drew his weapon, the Word of God. After reading a couple of Bible verses, evil was destroyed forever, and Mrs. Minnis ran leaping into his toned, muscular arms. 
He rode back to the school to the sounds of students cheering, with the lone tear rolling down his face. I've seen a lot of beautiful things in my life. The Sonic opening up in Atchison, one Garden Matai reading the school a poem about trees, an Ashy Cat giving birth. But this, <laughs> this was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I need to call my parents. The Atchy Podcast is sponsored by Sacred Heart Thrift Store. Get a sweater that smells of death and must, because, hey, it's vintage. Or a scarf with a bloodstain that screams sassy and rebellious. Sacred Heart, also the local police evidence room. With the two-month break just a month away, those anxious boyfriends are just waiting to pop the question. Oh, that's what they're popping. Nothing screams romance like the sexy town of Atchison that embodies an old woman smoking on her porch. Here's a list of proposal ideas. The lookout, of course. If she says no, then she better look out, because there's a cliff and you have arms. Just fill in the rest. Mueller's, is this a bone in my chicken tender? No, honey, it's a ring. Wait, that is a bone. Maybe the ring is in a different one. Or the Adoration Chapel. Honey, will you marry me? Wait, I think that Mary's statue winked at me. I'm going to be a priest now. Any of these ideas will leave the girls saying, Eek! OMG, OMG, let, let me, me pray, pray on it. it. In the spirit of Halloween, the Sally House and Taco John's are coming together. Half of the Sally House is now a tasty taco joint. Are you like me? Is that a ghost murmuring? Or is your stomach just grumbling for a delicious triple-decker Doritos Locos Ghostly Taco? I think there's a ghost in here, guys. The room smells like sulfur. No, that smells from Garth. He just had a burrito. There's no walking taco here. Only a floating taco. Ooh, spooky. The noise is coming from the fryer at an eerie backdrop to the tormented screams of demon children. So stop on down this Halloween to the Sally House and bring your superstitious fat friends. <clears throat> Next up, an interview with the Atra Snatcher. But first, an ad from our sponsors. I've been wearing a belt buckle since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, and I wash my mouth with moonshine in the morning. But this year, I'm voting for Barbara Bolognese of the Democratic Party. She's the most rootinest, tootinest cowgirl this side of Missouri that I reckon. Paid for by Barbara Bolognese. We're back. You know him. You love him. Ladies, you can't just run from him quick enough. The Atcher Snatcher. Pleasure to be talking with you instead of just watching you. Mr. Snatcher, how have you been holding up? Well, Jack, with everyone inside during quarantine, I had a lot of time on my hands and a lot of rest for my hands for all the snatching I'd be usually doing. What did you do to keep busy? A lot of soul-searching instead of the usual body-searching. I recently found a job to put my talents to use. Ooh, a job. What job is that? Mask patrol at Benedictine College. When I use the term, better not catch you without one, you can take the catch part in the literal, most possible sense. 
I'm so proud you're keeping those youngins safe here at this fine institution. That's all the time we have today. We'll keep an eye out for all the good stuff you're doing. I'll keep my eyes on you too, Dick Dickerson. Well, folks, that concludes our podcast. Make sure to tell your friends and family about the Atchi Podcast, and join us next time when we get a look inside the life of Rocky the Raven mascot. Signing off, this is Jack Jackson and Dick Dickerson.